0: it's me Katie Morton
1: and Jen Palmer
0: and together we are divinely guided we're both my voice is cracking like I'm 12 and a boy and Mm. we're divinely guided we're both intuitives energy healers spiritual teachers and I already said it but I'm going to say it again together we're divinely guided
1: And on the first Thursday of every month, we try to get together with you to connect with your loved ones and spirit guides to see what kind of wise things they have to say for you. So if you have any questions, feel free to type it in. We're streaming to multiple places and things. so
0: Yeah, we just go, we have a little chat software, pulls it all in. We go in order. So don't take it personally or feel offended. We're not skipping you. We just haven't seen it yet.
1: Yeah, and please share if you like this and want to support us. And And
0: like and subscribe and email us to make appointments and all the things.
1: Yeah, and go to divinelyguided.tv because we have videos and things that we also do some recorded videos where we just do usually about 15 to 20 minute videos and we discuss different growth and Spiritual spiritual
0: spiritual topics and how to develop your intuition and how to manifest and all good things. Yeah, and we have a good time.
1: We do. Okay, let's so let's get to get our started. first question. So the first question is uh, it's from Jason. My wife and soulmate passed away very unexpectedly while visiting our grandson. I'm very lost and was hoping she would have a message for me. She was my life. She was my best friend for 25 years.
0: Okay, Jason.
1: Okay. That is Jason Quinn. The first thing I want to say is like I, as soon as I try to open up to it, I there was I was bombarded with loved ones. There's a whole bunch of them here, so I feel like this is more than just about your wife. I I feel like. There's, an, there, there's something that you're learning as a soul. There's an art to letting go. Uh, I'm not feeling that there's a message from her yet at this moment, but it feels like as the collective of your loved ones are here, um, they, there is a process that you're going through in the idea of release and grief and letting go and being able to heal and keep your heart open.
0: And they just want me to add, she's getting healing now. So, like, mm-hmm. the reason she's not here is not personal, or not trying to withhold her from you, or punish you, or anything like that. She, um, yeah, she's getting and, that too. And yeah, and they also just said, um, you know, and and she lived a, a good life, and so remember that, and that um, she loved and loves you dearly, but that there were specific traumas in this lifetime that she does need healing from and it's gonna take a little bit of time. I do feel like though, after some time, you will start seeing some, some signs and symbols, um, so that you will know that she's with you. And, and I, I do feel she will be with you and watching over you and guiding you in some ways.
1: I just saw a butterfly and, you know, a lot of times people, um, they have beautiful messages with butterflies and then they connect that to a loved one uh, who maybe loved butterflies or something like that. But I just saw a butterfly, so I do feel that, you know, if you, start, if you see a really interesting butterfly where it kind of hits you out of nowhere, just feel into that. That might actually be her, her presence. They might be trying to get your attention. But I feel like there's more on, on a soul level that they want you to understand here. So I'm gonna try to get that and let me know if you get anything. What I feel like I'm getting about this is, you know, a lot of times, especially when you've been with somebody for so long, you kind of lose yourself in the connection and the relationship a little bit. And it's not a bad thing. Uh, There's seasons to what we're meant to experience. And I I do feel like this next stage of your life is about stepping into that idea of who are you now. And um, it's really finding yourself. It's really important. And um, because life is going to be very different, obviously, and it's it will never be the same, but you have an opportunity to make it still very amazing. And um, they want you to remember that. And um, as you're working through the grief, uh, try to see it from how is this going to help me in whatever's next, um, because that will help you move through the grief a little bit quicker. And, you know, do not be afraid of that process. It, the grief is messy and it's, it's going to take a little bit of time. And um, you're just going to have your own way of working through it. But you will get through it. Just try to stay as positive as you can about why you're going through what you're going through. And that you haven't been abandoned.
0: sort of might not feel like it now but that you are strong enough to handle this and I feel like there's there is a way for you to get through this with more grace and more ease Um, you know one thing is to don't Sometimes when, when we lose someone, I don't feel like you're here yet. I think you're just in that whole hard grieving phase, but then sometimes we can get stuck in that. Cause we feel like it would dishonor the memory mm-hmm. of the loved one to, to move on or to feel good. And just know that she would want you to, to do those things to let go appropriately, you know, to honor her memory, letting go appropriately and, and coming into your own and moving, moving on up. I just heard, um, and, and allowing yourself to feel good about it when that time comes. And I feel like she would not want you to be stuck in this hard grief forever. And so allow yourself, don't get stuck in the process of it, um, feeling as if it would wrong her if you felt good. It definitely would not. And I feel like that's something to that maybe like you don't need to necessarily hear that right now, but that's like something for a little later when you are able to start feeling good. Don't drag yourself back into it.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like I'm getting anything else though. Yeah, anything. I think okay. that was it. All right. Well, we really wish you well, and um, you know, great big hug to you. I know that's not easy.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, let's see. We have Amy Moni. Hey, ladies. Good to see you. Any messages for me tonight? Thank you as always. Okay, Amy. Hmm.
1: Not quite sure what this means yet, but I saw, I'm assuming it's you. I don't know, but it looked like a younger version of you, just a younger girl. So I don't know if you have a daughter or something, but I feel like it's more you, but there was this like dressed in pink, like a little pink leotard and and she was doing practicing ballet. She was trying to do some ballet moves and she was a little bit clumsy with it, but trying to, you know, ballet is meant to be graceful and beautiful and you have the right step and you just, you know, everything is very like, (laughs) you know, yes, here I am. It's very stiff and yet beautiful and graceful. And it's, um, the girl that I saw in this vision was kind of like, not. <laughs> but she was trying really hard. Um, so what, what I feel like I'm getting with this, when I was trying to get with the gist of what this message meant, it felt to me that you're trying to master something where this girl is, if, if it's your daughter or something, I don't know. But whoever this was, they were trying to master it. There's an art that they are trying to master. I, I don't think it's necessarily dancing, but, it's a mastery and it's a practice over and over and over again. And you don't get fed up with yourself. You just keep doing it till your body remembers how, and um, that's the feeling of, I think what the message is keep doing it until you remember how.
0: Yeah. And what I'm feeling is that it's about that whole, it's like this enlightenment process where you're able to s- see situations and the world from a much much higher perspective and so typically we process things from like down here in the personality and the process is about coming out of our own concerns worries fears and our own perspective and gaining a much higher wiser perspective um And that's, you know, it's challenging, right? (laughs) Sometimes, (laughs) you know, it's not for for humans of earth, you know, it's like why we're here in one sense, but it's um and it's not that easy to do, especially with the circus going on around us in the world. (laughs) It's really easy to just have it like right in front of your face and I can't separate out, you know, my ego's opinion from a higher perspective, basically. So um but what she said—it's like keep, keep, um, keep at it. But it also feels like coming at it from a higher perspective. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's a more helpful way. Let's yeah, see of- if there's anything else, Pat. <laughs> Okay, so one tip they're giving is um, if you journal about yourself in the third person, I feel like I might have given you that tip before, Amy, but it's like this idea of when mm. you write about a situation instead of being like, and then she said this, and I said that, and I can't believe, you know, it's usually how we process things. <laughs> but it's like, hmm, Amy thinks that, you know, the world is flat. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> That's a curious thing to think. I wonder why she feels that way or I wonder why she thinks that way. And so it's like <laughs> a different way of, um, I haven't really done this or maybe I'm only done it once. So I don't have a lot of direct experience with this exercise, but my guides seem to like it when people are having a hard time mm-hmm. getting into the higher perspective they will often give the advice of writing about yourself it like writing the story but from a third person perspective and injecting yourself as if you're a character in the story and doing your best to come from that sort of high wise loving parent as if your own parent and as if you are the child and that you know there's a better way to see this or to get it and so that's how you would kind of write it out and you can get to a that more, it's like one person removes kind of perspective.
1: Well, they brought me also back, Amy, to um, the dance. Mm-hmm. And what someone said really quickly was, the reason why you stumble is because you're trying to do it the way others do it. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's deeper creativity with whatever this is representing, there's deeper creativity. And um, it would be really good to explore your own moves. Um, your own way of doing whatever this is about. I just heard also, because I felt like wasn't quite done. That's why I was like, hmm, sorry if that's boring. But it was like, be expressive. Be expressive. And that really goes hand in hand with what you were saying, too. Like, don't be afraid to write stuff down and to see what's happening. and Really express, express, express. I'm I getting anything else. I think that's it. Okay. All right. Michelle, Eileen, anything from my son, Mitchell? Let's see. Okay. I'm not sure if this is Richard or if it's somebody else, but I saw a shotgun, which you know makes me think of like hunting. So whoever this is, I think they enjoyed hunting or had a shotgun or something, but it, it felt like more for sport or game in some way. It's how it felt. I'm also getting a feel of a love for maybe motorcycles or like maybe even like a dirt bike of some sort, uh, just something similar to that.
0: And I keep hearing hunting dog.
1: So I I also feel like there might be more than one person coming through here. Um, now i just heard mission 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 so i don't know if this is from your loved ones but usually when i hear mission 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 it's about you and it's usually from your guides and i do feel like they're asking you to move into and I don't know if you're fully in it or if you even know what it is yet, but I, if you're not sure what your mission is here, and it feels like to be of service in some way to others, um, it, it feels like if you're already in it and you feel like you're doing it, then maybe you're being called to take it to the next level. My sense is, though, I don't know that you know yet or you haven't really stepped into it if you do know you haven't really jumped in. Um, but I, I do feel like it's time for you to really jump in and or take it to the next level. I'm not sure what this means, but I heard very specifically three seasons. I'm not sure what that means yet. And then I heard emotional healing. So what I, what I feel like I'm getting with this is, you know, the, the, the wounding that you're having is keeping you locked into, a, into the weeds, basically. It's, it's really keeping you locked down and, and keeping you from exploring all that you really are here to do. Um, I think it's similar to the first question that we had with Jason. Don't be afraid to allow yourself to thrive even when it seems like maybe you shouldn't be allowed to or it would feel wrong in some way and dishonoring. Um, And I think this is for more than just you. So I think there's a thread that comes with you, Michelle. I'm not sure if it's... um, if it's all going to relate to you or not, but sometimes they come through with messages for everybody or a lot of people. This feels like it's for more than you, and maybe maybe a handful. You know, a lot of times we use the idea of grief on purpose to hold us back. It becomes more of an excuse um, for us to not thrive and to not move forward with our mission and what we're what else we're here to do uh, when someone leaves us, um, and. They just want to really make sure that you're not allowing yourself to stand where you're at because of that, and that's um, it. Just feels like you have so much more to give and to offer than I think you're fully allowing. I I feel like parts of you dip your you dip your toes in it or something. Uh, I feel the thread, but um, really allow yourself to come forward and and move. In with your mission and really uh, I just want to say like, dive in and be it. Yeah, I'm not sure if you have some ants on the other side, uh, but I, I do feel a presence. It feels like uh, maybe your mom's or dad's sisters. Um, I feel like there's more than one but they're they're coming in, and then one of them was just like, "Yes, yes, move forward, please, giant leap."
0: Yeah. The other thing I was getting, I'm not sure if it's directly for you, Michelle, or for its others mm-hmm. watching who have lost loved ones. Sometimes we grieve in certain ways because it's what's expected of us, mm-hmm. and. When we lose a loved one, especially someone so close, like, for example, a mother losing a son or a husband losing a wife, all these people have these ideas of how you're supposed to grieve and how you're supposed to be about it. And you're not allowed to be too happy and you have to wear black for a year. And there's like all these shed all everyone else's expectations for you and how you're supposed to grieve because it's really none of their business and it's not their process. And don't allow that to factor in whatsoever with how you act, how you interact. Um, don't be afraid to, to laugh too loud if something's funny. You know, it's like just uh, When it comes to the grieving process, you have to just do it authentically and, and be you and do you and to get through it in the way that you best know how. Without putting other people's expectations onto you. There's also something about, and I don't think this is for you specifically, Michelle, but some people can, like you were saying, use grief as, as an excuse, and people can also use it as sort of like a manipulation at times as well. <laughs> like, Because um, they don't feel like picking themselves up and dusting themselves off.
1: Um, well, there's a deliciousness. when, So we, we we like to say, you know, when you're not able to be in that, higher space and the higher wisdom for whatever reason, whether it's anger or, or grief or fear or whatever it is, there's a deliciousness there. There's a reason why you just feel like, yeah, I got to be in there and I don't like it, but yet I do, you know, <laughs> and yet it's so hard to pull yourself out of it. And there's something to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the thing is, is usually there's not, you know, we're there for for lower reasons and it's not necessarily serving you to stay in that space. Um, It doesn't mean you don't need, you don't grieve, doesn't mean to ignore your emotions or anything like that. Uh, It's quite the opposite actually, but it's just approaching it from a higher space instead of in the weeds and um, then you actually end up working through things much more quickly and you're not stuck in the, the drama of whatever that situation is and you've actually, that's how you catapult forward, that's how you use these challenges to really make something in your life, to do something positive. And to use the, you know, in this case, the passing of your son, to use it for something really positive. Um, You know, anything tragic that happens or or difficult does not need to take you down, you know, and you can use it to just really do amazing things. And um, so I think that's the big message with death in general, you know, just how are you going to use it? You know, it's all gonna happen. You know, none of us make it out of here alive. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe when the Pleiadians come and take us on their ship or something, I don't know. <laughs> we can get out of here alive. I don't know, yeah, but I don't know. we'll do our best. <laughs> yes, I mean, right now, you know,
0: feed me up, Scotty.
1: Yes, yeah. But you know, so we all have that process to face um, at some point, and you know, we, we got to get really comfortable with the the healing and the opening of the heart and the coming from a higher space to really nail it and to really master this process. you know. Indeed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, one of the things my guys do like to say at times when appropriate, so all y'all can apply this as appropriate, but when it comes to any hard <laughs> stuff, drama, to loss, the um, what they'll say is get in and get out. And what they mean by that is like, get in there process it. Take the wisdom, take the higher perspectives, take the good stuff, get in there with the express intention of like, I'm going to mine this situation for the goodness and then get out, like put it on the shelf. <laughs> like, don't go rummage around, rummaging around in the dumpster, like
1: yeah. find
0: what's good and then um, and then do your best to, to move on.
1: Yeah. You know, the other thing too is like, again, when you, when you have these these things that we have to go through a lot of times we get stuck because we allow it to define us. You know, we're, we're trying to figure out how this makes us who we are. Um, No, turn it on its head. How do you make the situation what you want it to be based on what's shown up, you know, and how can you thrive with all of this and not, not be stuck and how can you make someone else's life even better because of it? You know, So I think, you know, in the hard, difficult times, we have these catalysts and challenges and the difficult issues and dramas and traumas, you know, it's, it's always about how it can move us. So right on. All right.
0: All right. Carrie Goulet says, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Hi, beautiful ladies. Any general messages from my guides for me today? Sorry, I read it because I couldn't remember who read it last. I couldn't either. So So, good. Thanks. (laughs) This is my dog making all kinds of weird noise. It's not me.
1: <laughs> well, and I just moved this. I have this crystal oh, that here. that was? Yes, I and I my... moved it. It sounded like something. I, I did that... not do anything. I actually changed. thought
0: the dog farted. <laughs> Blame the dog. It was the crystal. <laughs> it was not me either. The crystal farted.
1: It moved on the table, and I was like, oh. Because you know okay. us. We love yeah. our
0: crystals. <laughs> but they can scrape up the table. As <laughs> yes, they do. Okay. All right, Carrie. So Carrie. So Carrie, after all that, get in, get out. Okay.
1: (laughs) But this is fun. (laughs) The guy just said, moving right along.
0: (laughs) We're trying. I keep laughing.
1: I'm going to say what I'm getting, but I don't feel like I'm quite hitting the nail on the head yet. And I'm thinking maybe because you're going to get a piece of it. So I'll say how I'm getting it, but I don't, I don't think I've I've got it quite right. It's something along the lines of, I don't know if there's a situation going on that there's some judgment or, or maybe not clear thinking around or maybe confusion or something like that. Um, But I got the sense of, you know, kind of like putting it over here and stepping back to look at it because like you're in too close to it.
0: I'll show you the imagery they gave me. It kind of, it goes along with what you're saying. They said that you're stuck in some sort of a pattern or a habit Mm -hmm. way of thinking, being, doing, acting. I'm not sure. But what they showed you was on a unicycle and you were just going around in circles and you would just go around the circle and then you go, eh. And then you kept going around the circle and then you go, eh. And they're like, get off the unicycle. (laughs) And, like, pick up your journal or something. But I think there's, like, part of it is sort of, like, maybe not knowing how to deal with it or just sort of ignoring it. And it just keeps coming around again. And it doesn't feel like the ascension process that we talk about, you know, where lessons keep visiting and then we kind of get better aspects of it. It feels like the same aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, is on a track. It's like there's okay. a stuckness.
1: Yeah, I just kind of feel like whatever this is, you're just, you're looking at it too closely. You're not getting the wisdom of it.
0: And I got to say, this is for everybody and mm-hmm. you, you carry as well. But it was the idea of when we're stuck in the closeness of, you know, we're in a situation and it keeps showing up and we're like, eh, there's an aspect of us that wants to go, well, they're the problem, you know, whoever is showing up in a certain way, let's say, or however, <laughs> it's real easy for us. We to don't work. ever do that. Right? But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah, once again, humans <laughs> are humans on Earth. Earth. Yes. We blame our con- outside conditions on the outside conditions, right? Whether it's the people or whatever keeps showing up, like we just think, well, it's outside of me and it's outside of my control and I've done my part. And so, nah. Um, and it's oftentimes there's something that we can change about how we're viewing the situation. How we're interacting within the situation, we do, we always have, well, I don't say always is a strong word, but nine times out of 10, we have a lot of, we have a lot more power than we understand or than we know to shift situations. And whether that's by healing a wound, coming to a higher vibration, looking at something a different way. Um, and then oftentimes our demeanor will change. Our energy will change around a situation and then the outside circumstances can shift. And that might even mean somebody that we think is hopeless starts <laughs> showing up differently for us and they could start yeah. treating us <laughs> differently and it can shack and shack the pants off you. But I've seen that so many times. <laughs> I have too. But it's always about seeing like, all right, well, how can I do Like, cause the only thing I can control is myself. I can't control other people, you know, that's, if you're doing life right anyway, right? You're not trying to like run around and get everyone to like <laughs> do your will and submit to you, you know, <laughs> Queen Carrie. I know
1: people like that too, not Carrie. But. I know, not Carrie, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we all know
0: people like that. So it's like, you know, you're not trying to do that. That's not the approach. The approach is you change you and then everything else gets to change, so.
1: I think that's, I'm like not getting anything else. Maybe. I think that was it, Yeah. <laughs> I just realized
0: I'm gonna look up the uh, the Rumble too. The Rumble. Yeah, hey guys, are. we're
1: on Rumble too. We're we're kind of trying to start growing that a little bit. And um, you know, if you're on Rumble at all, find us and and join our channel. Subscribe. Yeah. Okay, that's the same person. Okay, yeah. so
0: Lily Bean Seven. That was Jason. Can... That was Jason. I got you. Yeah. If you can hear us, well, or if you can't, we'll repost this. Just so you guys always know, these replays are available on Divinely Guided TV, mm. and there's lots of wisdom in these big hour-long videos every every month now. So. Can always rewatch some stuff, but please join us on the life because that makes it much more fun to actually yeah, have people here. <laughs> Tell your friends;
1: otherwise, it won't happen. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. Nothing to say.
0: Nothing to say.
1: <laughs> your birds and crickets and yeah,
0: yeah, basically. Anyway, yeah. Okay, next, your turn,
1: Jody Davidson Supernot. Okay, hello, ladies. Good evening. My husband's been gone for thirteen months. Does he have any messages for me? here I'm feeling like a real gentle loving almost like a teddy bear kind of feeling like I like there was definitely a macho-ness but there was also like this real gentleness that's coming through Um, I think that's him I don't know what this means maybe it's an inside joke or maybe it's somebody else too coming in a lot of times family comes in together but I saw a tube of toothpaste. (laughs) I don't know what that's about. I'm just telling you what I get. I'm also feeling like this sense of guilt and I'm trying to figure out if it feels more from him or if it's for you, I'm leaning towards it's more about how you might be feeling um, either guilty moving on or guilt around the situation and how things happened. Um, But whatever it is, there's definitely a sense of, you know, don't, don't feel that way. Let, let that go. It's not, It's not solving any problems if that is about you. I, well, they just wanted to just add,
0: he loves you very much. Yes.
1: When I heard something about a lifetime of happy memories, I also do feel like from him though that there were times that, that he did regret some things and I feel I am feeling some regrets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but generally, you know, it feels happy and good. Um, I, I feel like he feels like it was a good life. I heard, don't be afraid. I'm not sure what that's referring to though. I don't know if it's about loneliness or feeling isolated. Um, I'm sure holidays can sometimes be difficult too. I'm picking up on something around that. So I don't know if that's about you or maybe other people in the family. I feel like you know, we've had a lot of conversations around people passing tonight uh, mm-hmm. that doesn't always come up. Yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, some of what has been said applies. So I don't think we need to say any more. So you know, hopefully you've heard what we've said. But other things, you know, it just kind of feels like it didn't really apply to you. Um, and, and now someone just showed me like a flower pot. It was like a terracotta flower pot. And I think whoever showed me the flower pot said to use your voice and your imagination more. I think this is another message also, too, about moving forward and, you know, your next phase and, and your mission and what you're here to do. That definitely seems to be a theme tonight. And someone just said, kick it into gear. I don't know.
0: <laughs> and I just heard to all, to everyone who who's lost a loved one, use us as inspiration, not an anchor.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, that makes total sense. get your wings and fly. And then I, I felt them leaving because I you know they're very polite. I feel like they were saying there's more people who need. Something Somehow. and um, but that then I it is, it was very polite, and I, I kind of feel like I don't know if it's your mom or but it was definitely like a feminine energy, and I think that's who was showing me the flower pot. But then I also saw what looked like I couldn't tell if it was like a yearbook or if it was like a magazine, but it looked like it reminded me of a yearbook where you have like picture, 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 picture. So I think it might have been like a yearbook or something. Um, so I don't know if you lost somebody when you were in high school, a close friend or something, or uh, maybe you knew them since high school and they recently passed as well or something. But anyway, that that's coming through. So I'm going to throw that out there too. It seemed like as, as they were, your family was pulling back, that person came in. Um, I'm not really getting too much else. Anything else? Yes. that's it. All right. Jody, I hope that was helpful. All right. Jess Mack. Hey, All me, right.
0: Jess. She says, good evening, ladies. Good to see you both. Any messages for me? Thanks. Okay.
1: Whoever this is, they were playing a tune and I was trying to like get what the tune was. It was like, I I don't know what it is. I was like, all right, I need some words or something. And they were like, mission, mission, mission. (laughs) Oh, so
0: you were doing the Mission Impossible theme song.
1: No, it was not that. No, no, it definitely was not. That I would have recognized. That was not what it was. But it was almost like, I don't know if they were making it up. (laughs) Because <laughs> I I don't know what they're talking about, but that's what so I heard. So tonight's
0: live is about dead people and mission.
1: Yes, I know. It's all good. Well, there's this, okay, I'll talk, it feels like it's a quick message, actually. What I'm getting is life is short. <laughs> That's the message. Life is short. Move forward. Um, so whatever it is, you know, a lot of times we, we get complacent about, I don't know, things that we know we should be doing or trying to look into or, or a feeling of like, well, I can, I can do that, you know, then or, or whatever. If you're getting any kind of calling or nudge to do something, don't put it off, step right into it and do it. And I think this is good for all of us, you know, and I know I, I probably need to hear this too sometimes. We, we need to really approach things as if we only have another day left, you know, what can we do to move things forward? If we were to leave this earth tomorrow, how would we be leaving it? You know, have we done what we need to do? And and so just keep working it from that angle. And that way you don't feel like, well, oh, I've got time, you know, you probably do have a lot of time, but At the same time, you know, the years fly by and and you look back and you're like, whoa, what did I do for those last 10 years? I don't
0: know. Well, and the other thing, too, I feel like is coming in really strongly along those same lines is that we've all been given gifts and talents. And are we taking the time every day to fully develop and use those gifts and talents? (laughs) Because we've been given those gifts so that we can. Hopefully, serve the ascension mission and um, to make our lives better and make lives better for everyone else around us. So, I feel like we that we can't have even a day wasted when it comes to all of that. It's like we yeah, all have to have some urgency around that. And for life, is shorter than you think.
1: And someone just said, "You're beautiful."
0: Yeah.
1: Anything else? I
0: think that's it.
1: All right, Kathleen Lynch. I would love to know if I'm on the right path. Okay. I just heard yes. Um, the thing is, 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 you know, we're never really on the wrong path. We there's higher and lower paths. You know, those the paths that are for your highest good are. you know, usually the ones that we're aiming for it doesn't mean that the, the paths are easy but I do feel like you're you're on I'm gonna say like the higher paths because you know we, we shift in and out I think of, of the higher good path um, and you know, even when we're aiming for the highest and we were just trying to do what we're here to do. Um, which should be all of our aim, you know, what is the highest good here? What are we trying to accomplish help me be on that path and on the straight and narrow on that path. And, um, but you know, we slip off of it sometimes through fear and things like that. And um, it's a journey, of course. I think very few people stay on that highest path all the time.
0: And they just want me to, Pipe up and chip in. So, in the Law of One books, they often say so. If you look up on Amazon, it's called the raw contact. It's a channeling. We refer to it all the time. It's but good stuff. One of the things they say in there is that in between lives, when as a soul, when we're trying to figure out, well, what am I going to do in this lifetime? You know, we pick all these different uh, soul lessons and assignments. And they said most souls are over ambitious most souls over program the lifetime <laughs> with lessons and there's basically you're not supposed to get a score of 100 percent. you're not always supposed to be on the best and highest path and timeline because that means you basically undershot like <laughs> you basically signed up for like you didn't take advantage of the spot you were given like these spots to incarnate on earth are in very high mm-hmm. demand and people pack in A ton of catalysts, catalysts, which basically means like bad crap happens to you. (laughs) Because through that, there's uh, growth and there's soul growth and there's lessons and there's strength and there's wisdom that comes from all the difficulties that we're confronted with. And so I know that that's not exactly what your question is because you want to know if you're like on the right path. And I feel like that question is sort of like, am I making all the right decisions and all the right choices? Uh, Sometimes with what we've signed up for, we're meant to make sort of like wrong choices because we're supposed (laughs) to learn something from that and so your question is like more complicated than you know basically (laughs) (laughs) um and so the question we usually ask is am i nailing it or am i effing it up meaning like all right with all the choices i'm making and everything coming at me right now am i basically doing the best possible job at it? Am I reacting in all the right ways? Am I handling it really, really well? Or am I just being a total bonehead? And so from that perspective, I feel like you do a pretty good job. You're in the upper mm-hmm. echelons yeah. of, of nailing it. Um, no one's always perfect all the time. And that's okay. Because it's all learning. It's all growth. And, there's a and it's a challenge. Yeah. And, you yeah.
1: know, so when you keep aiming for the higher or highest paths, you're going to be met with really difficult challenges. Cause you, you know, that is the highest growth potential. And um, I mean, not always, sometimes the hard roads are, are pretty high growth too, mm-hmm. but, but you know what you're going to do when you're aiming for your highest good, you know, you're going to be probably in service to others or some massive mission of some sort in whatever that is for you, or it's some sort of a healing journey or something. And, You know, but it's it's not made to be easy. You know, you really are going to face some of your biggest fears, your biggest challenges, your deepest shadowy self issues, whatever it is. And, um, you know, so basically, if you're facing your fears and you're looking at your shadow and, and just wanting to grow as a person, then, yeah, you're nailing it pretty much.
0: I think that is all. Yeah. All right. Faye Robbins. Hello, beautiful ladies. Hello, beautiful. Hey, any messages? Thank you. Okay.
1: I know. Sometimes your guys give me the funniest images, Faye. Okay? Um, I just saw um, a slice of pecan pie. <laughs> I don't know if that's a guide or if it's a loved one. It might be a loved one too. I think it might be. I'm not sure who this is. It feels like it might be another loved one, Um, but they were like, I heard move over Rover. I don't know. It sounds like it's a loved one. I think they're just excited that you're on here tonight and um, just just all anxious to get up and on in here and say hi. <laughs> I don't know who this is or what it means, but I heard the name Shelly, so I don't know if that's who this is or, or what, but that's what I hear. Okay. And then someone said emotions. Um, So I feel like there's some emotions that I think you're needing to work through or deal with or, or reconcile. And um, there's some consciousness work that kind of goes along with that. And it feels like it's relationship. It's about a relationship, I think, and just processing maybe some, some, I don't know if it's disrespect or a misunderstanding or something like that, but being able to process it from a higher point of view Okay. And I feel like they want me to say this too. You know, when we're in a relationship with somebody and, um, and it could be anybody, you know, it could be a family member, husband, child, whatever it is. And, you know, we get triggered and and no one triggers us more than those people that we're closest to. Right. I mean, that that tends to be the the key here. And that's why we come in together so that we can catalyze and trigger each other grow. (laughs) We're good for each other (laughs) and our challenges. Mm -hmm. And, um, You know, but one of the best things you can do when you're feeling challenged and and maybe you're having a hard time getting out of the weeds of the challenge with that person, but you can't, you know, like you're not going to like cut the relationship out or anything like that. You really want to make the relationship grow um, or get better. Um, You know, one of the things that my guides often recommend is not focusing on the negative things that are happening so much, especially if it's something you've tried to address and it's just not getting fixed. Um, And it's not about letting people walk all over you or anything like that either, but it's about the focus and where your focus lies, because what you focus on expands. And when you're working in relationship with somebody, if you're really focused on the dishes or they said that nasty thing, they're being awful people, they're treating me with disrespect, whatever it is, and you kind of let that spin, that's the energy that you're expanding in that relationship. And to really, you know, yeah, okay, yep, yep, they're not doing what I want them to do. Okay. Hmm. But I'm going to flip this and I'm going to get into a higher power, a higher state, and I'm going to focus on the good things. And so you really work hard to, to focus on the great things that they do or have done, and you become their biggest fan. And one of the things that, you know, that they have me say over and over and over again is how do I become this person's biggest fan? How do I become their biggest fan? And in that you're shifting the energy. And before you know it, a lot of things start to shift and change with that person. um, Because what you're trying to get out of it has shifted and changed. Um, A lot of times when we focus on the negative, sometimes it's, it's more about uh, almost like a, what am I trying to say? It's, um, like a confirmation, um, confirmation bias. Well, you're trying to prove, see, see that person, what if there's a boyfriend for, and for whatever reason, it's not coming, but you're like, see, see, that's how they treat me. Yep. Mm-hmm. There it is again. Yep. Mm-hmm. There it is. That's them. Right. And that's what's happening. Um, so yeah, you know, ship that. And I think that, you know, we get caught up in that sometimes because we get into this hole of, just weeds, a whole of, of weeds, I don't know what to call it.
0: Well, and jumping off point for Faye, but also for everybody, what I was getting is that um, starting really soon and I think for a lot of next year, it's, it will be the best of times. It will be the worst of times, which is good because the last couple of <laughs> years have just been the worst of times and the worst of times. So <laughs> now we'll get a mix. But what they showed was if you look at a range of like zero to 10, if zero is the worst of times and 10 is the best of times, what they were showing me is that 2022 is going to contain both. Whereas the last couple of years has just been like all on the
1: crap end of the stick. <laughs> it's so. been a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to so, lie.
0: <laughs> but what our job is in that, so that sounds like a roller coaster, right? Like, oh, it's the best, it's the worst, Ugh. like, it's rising above (laughs) it and trying to get into a higher perspective. So I do feel like this particular live is going to come in handy for people where you're going to want to like bookmark this and like rewatch it because the advice in here about um, the idea of rising above and, Mm -hmm. and doing that work where you can become enlightened, like for example, writing about yourself in the third person that came in earlier, the idea of how to be an enlightened person, individual somebody who can roll with the punches take things in stride is there any more tired cliche I can throw at this situation <laughs> it's it's about so so on the one if somebody's really in the weeds on things and they they react from their ego they're gonna like when the bad stuff happens they're gonna be oh no and when the good things happen they'll be like Woo-hoo! and the thing is is that <laughs> Neither of those is good, really. And I know that sounds weird to say it's not good to be on the woohoo side because it means you're too attached to the outer conditions for the happiness. You want to be in a steady state of joy. And then that way, when the, whether it's the poop hitting the fan or whether they're throwing a parade in your honor, either way you're like, this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that sounds like a 1950s, housewife on Valium or something, but it's not, it comes from a state of doing the work and being able Mm -hmm. to meditate and being able to not attach to needing things to be any kind of way for your joy and your inner peace and your happiness.
1: And you're not going to be perfect at it. No. And that's okay.
0: But if you can do this work, you can catch yourself um, Mm -hmm. from, you know, sometimes it can be a slippery slippery slope and then we feel like we can't recover and it's all negative and nothing. <laughs> God, why? <laughs> why, God, why? Why me? Right? So it's like learning to catch yourself <laughs> and then be like, oh, there's probably a better way of looking at this. Yeah. Yeah. So we all need to continue mastering that skill. Great. I love it. Of rising above the weed
1: hole. Now bring me the parade. I
0: want that parade. <laughs> Seriously.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Where are we? Okay. Brenda Armstrong. Hello. Any message for me today?
0: Okay, Brenda.
1: And this, yeah, I think we might get one or two more in. Okay. It really is about mission. I heard mission, 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 and then I saw a flower. Hmm. Um, but I feel like we need to talk about like the bigger picture of mission too I feel like it's suddenly going there and I think this is for most if not all of anyone who's watching this at this point um, you know we, we are in the time of the ascension we are having serious catalysts and it, it's got significant meaning to it and it might seem like things are a little crazy and nuts there's good reason good good reason and we hope that we're all using this as a means to work through our karma to work through our healing and to grow consciously and and to come to that higher wisdom in those higher places and spaces and to love each other again to really get back to love and joy and appreciation and it's coming it may seem like you're trying to do that in the dark um, at times but it's that that's where you find the most growth is when you need to become your own light. And when you need to find your way through that darkness, knowing that everything is going to be just fine. And those of us who are really strongly feeling about mission, you know, for some people they come and their mission literally is to work through karma or to heal or to be there for somebody else in some way or to teach um, other people, it really is about higher, bigger picture um, collective mission work um, for this ascension process and, and the awakening that's happening across the world right now. And it's really important that we step into our power, um, stop judging ourselves, um, get out of the lower based vibrations of hate and fear and resistance and rejection and judgment. And like all of that needs to go. And if you find yourself, I should say, when you find yourself in any of those states, consciously choose to move out of it. Um, You're not going to find answers there. You're just going to get stuck. And focus on your mission and your purpose. You know, try not to put so much attention into the the craziness that's going on around you unless it directly involves you. Mm -hmm. And move up into a higher space and get into love and compassion and embrace What's here? Um, it's really important that we use these experiences and this time and these energies to advance and to help each other in that process as well. And um, so I feel like that was really important for you, Brenda, but it's also, I think, a bigger okay. message for everybody. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it anything? I just heard the word
0: unity. Mm. Unity consciousness, ASAP. Yeah, I think just a few more thoughts and it just kind of reinforces what Jen was saying. There's so many opportunities, you know, country's very divided on many issues and there's a lot of reasons people feel like they are entitled mm. to judge each other and try to resist that urge. Just know that um, people have different fears that they're operating with and desires, Um, but at the end of the day, we all want what's best, you know, what what our version of what we think that might be, and just know that we don't all, like nobody has all the answers, and if you, you know, I think a lot of what I see going around, and I'm sure we've all seen it, is half people are saying, you're an idiot, how could you? And the other half is saying the same exact thing.
1: (laughs) And it's not getting us anywhere. No, and I saw I saw a
0: beautiful tweet on the Twitter that said, you know, if everybody would just like come together and like drum and and dance, like all the world, right, all the world's problems would be solved. And I was like, sounds good to me. Let's do it, right? So yeah, unity yeah. consciousness. Yeah, um, and I think one final note. Unless you have more final notes, but the idea of. Um, the way mass meditation can raise the vibration Mm -hmm. of the entire planet. And they've seen scientifically, you know, there's like less crime, for example, um, you know, fewer murders and things like that. So if if we don't even need to all organize a mass meditation, but if we're all doing that consciousness work and we're working every day at keeping Mm -hmm. our vibration high and staying out of those lower states, like Jen was mentioning, it makes the world a better place um, in a very real way.
1: And it just makes you feel better, too. I mean, that you're too. in a better place.
0: Right. Yeah. With all of it. Yeah. Because
1: you're more in alignment with God, creator, universe. You're in alignment. And really, that's that's so key. And when you're in alignment, those around you see it, and then they want to be in alignment, and they're like, I don't know what she's doing, but I want that. Right on. Right? So let's all be in alignment. Sweet. Peace. I want my parade. <laughs>
0: Just kidding. All right. Well, now
1: you guys, I got a job on
0: my hands, apparently.
1: Wish me luck. It'll be the Divinely guided of a Jen and Katie parade.
0: Oh, oh, okay. You guys have work to do. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. All
1: right, guys. All right. We love you guys, and we'll see you...
0: In a month. Wow, January. Yeah, we'll see you in January, first Thursday of January. So mark your calendars.
1: Yeah, and otherwise... Look at divinelyguided.tv.
0: And join our soul birth group.
1: Yeah. All right, guys. All right.
0: Bye. Bye. All
1: right. I'm going to do it this time.
0: Sweet.